Hey guys, how are you? Oh, doing good today. Excellent. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. It's me too. Of, it's kind of a big deal, huh? I think so. It is. Yep. Oh, gosh, I can't even believe we have done 50 episodes. I yeah, know. that's like five zero. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, it is my 50th year, right? Yeah. Okay. So we've I'm done gonna, one for each year. I'm going <laughs> to just keep doing like the celebration and pretend like it's still my birthday month. <laughs> yes. Gosh, it can be you your guys. birthday year. This is. This is totally it. And this is your episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's our, our episode. It's incredible. Just congratulations, you guys. I just want to say oh. that. Well, you too. And thank you for being kind of our fearless leader. You know, you yes. definitely take in charge. And, you know, oh, man, the people, you know, just the connections that you have, woman. Oh, my goodness. Between you and Lori, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I feel like between me and Lori, we know a lot of people. I think you guys pretty much know everybody. <laughs> I don't know and about now, that. Now, now, by association, I do too. So thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can just drop our names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh and believe me, I do. <laughs> so, Many a time. <laughs> so what do you guys want to do for the 50th episode? Well, we got to like, you know, reminisce a little because, you know, that yes. is proper. So I think yes. definitely kind of maybe thinking about maybe, you know, some of the inspirations that have come out of some of the episodes that we've done. Um, you know, and I think even those connections, like I know I have been lucky enough. I, I We had done our Zoom because um, those were a whole nother thing we did, the Quilt mm-hmm. and B Zooms. Yes. And Terry Lucas, bless her heart, had offered to actually help me with one of the quilts that I was hoping to finish and quilt. And oh, my goodness, the follow through was awesome. She got on there. She helped me. She spent on Christmas Eve, no less, an hour and a half with me. Awesome. That's oh my great. gosh! I, you know, and and I still haven't done anything since I've talked to her, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to. Well, and that's the thing. It's like you know, oh my god, so many. I took four pages of notes, so it was just amazing. But that wouldn't have happened if we weren't doing this. And so, right. it, things like that, you know, it, to be able over the the last fifty episodes, that this stuff it doesn't happen in normal life. <laughs> you know, it does with Terry. Yeah, you know, she's right. she's just a really giving person. I feel like oh. quilters in general tend to be very mm-hmm. giving. And, you know, that's just her nature. Yeah. You know, you ask for help and she is the queen of following through to help people. So, shout mm-hmm. out to Terry. Woo-hoo! Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Lori? What yeah. you, what's your big like takeaway from 50 episodes? Well, one of the one of the things that I th- remember back fondly is Marty Michelle. And, and mm. oh, my goodness, um, she's another one that's hugely generous. She's got product. She's always happy to share. If I ask her a question, it's never more than two hours before <laughs> I have an answer. Honest to goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, oh, my goodness. And just, of um, you know, one of those, she's been in the industry for forever. I mean, I would call her almost like quilting royalty. Like she yeah, really yeah. is, you know? Yeah. I mean, I hold my rotary cutter and I think of her now because I'm like, hey, we wouldn't have right. this if it wasn't for, you know, her and the, the things that she did. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and I feel like we could have her back on the show for a whole oh, yeah. other hour and talk to her and we'd still only get part way. Yeah. I agree. Well, if we're going to do 50 more, we probably will need to get yeah. her back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Tracy, what about you? Uh, 
Um, gosh, I feel like there are just so many people. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Carrie, who started the show yes. with us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we miss her, and yes. and I just feel like she she got, gave us a big a big start too. She was a big part of mm-hmm. of the way that the show turned out, right? Uh, because she wanted to be a part of the show, and she felt like she was still a newbie quilter, and we were like, well, heck yes, let's have you on the show, and that opened the door for you, Ginger. Well, it did. And I remember being in that first meeting that we had when we were really trying to like plan out, you know, even just picking a name. I felt like we had 20 different meetings about what's the name? What's the name? Exactly. We were being in there. And I was so jealous because I was like, I want to be on the show. I want to be on it. So I really like when she left, I was like, okay, maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe I can jump in there. And I'm, oh my goodness, you guys just with open arms, you brought me in. But Carrie brought so much to get this thing started. And mm-hmm. and I mean, just her, you could tell in every episode. So she had so much passion for quilting, you know, yeah. it was great. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree. So let's get back to like planning the show. And, you know, I feel like we could go in a million directions for guests. I'll just, I'll just say the intro like normal. So, you know, welcome to Quilt and Tell. We're quilters who love all aspects of the craft from traditional and contemporary to art and modern share their passion and perspectives on all things quilty. I'm Tracy Mooney. I'm Lori Baker. And I'm Ginger Sheehy Taddy. And then we'll just go into the rest of the show. I like that. Yeah. I think that'll work. Yeah. Oh my gosh, who's at the door? Hey! How Is are Kim? you? <laughs> Kim, it's Wiki! Oh my gosh, from Go Go Kim! Hi, I thought I'd drop by and say happy 50th episode. Yay! Yay. Thank you. You're so sweet. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember what number your episode was, but you were like way a while ago. Yeah, I've gotten older. (laughs) Haven't haven't we all? (laughs) You know, I feel like Ginger particularly mentions you pretty often on our show. Don't you think, Ginger? Oh, yeah. A lot. No, it was just such an inspirational episode. Like, I think I remember, like, coming out of that episode and just feeling so reinvigorated for, like, yeah, let's go. Like, you just, you're so infectious. You can't help it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good word to use now, Yeah, not, but... <laughs> not in the COVID way, everyone. Not in exactly. COVID way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, in, the wonderful, in the wonderful pre-COVID way. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Back Indeed. when, you know, that used to be a good Right? (laughs) When we didn't even know what COVID was. I know. No, but I even feel like you were, your your show was a great episode to re-listen to just because you talk a lot like about being positive and, um, you know, I guess shining your light for everyone else to sort of follow. God, you guys are making me blush and stuff. Oh, my goodness. All right. Mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) Score for the team. Uh, No, I just, it is my greatest joy to 
help people realize their full potential and to be able to build them up in a way that they feel empowered because everybody has that power within them. And a lot of times it's just untapped. And especially in the creative community, um, there's so much pressure out there all the time from many different areas, but usually it's our own selves. Um, Mm -hmm. And so anytime I can get out there and shine just a little bit of hope to people to say, hey, your voice matters. Everyone has intrinsic value and you are unique and wonderful and go out there and do it. I mean, that's, that's what I always, always want to give to everyone. And guys, it's not just when she's talking to a whole group of people. Kim and I had a phone conversation <laughs> last week and it was just the two of us and she's the same when you talk to her one-on-one yes (laughs) i believe that (laughs) i agree this is me all the time i just it's too exhausting to try and be different people at different times so i've i've taken you know myself pretty seriously in that it's just me all the time And I encourage everyone to do that because it's a lot easier to just be you all the time rather than be someone online, be someone when you're in front of a group, be someone when you're one-on-one. I mean, just be you all the time and you will attract the people that are meant for you and the other people will just go find their own way. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Well, and, and all that. you have to do is follow you on Instagram, and it, it's so genuine. Like, you just, you can't help but just feel good. You literally just scroll through your stuff, and you're just like, <laughs> I'm feeling really good now. So it does. <laughs> it's coming off great. <laughs> I, I tell you, I did raise a few eyebrows with my skirt on top of a dress thing, though. <laughs> oh, my God. You my did? daughter saw that. My daughter saw that and was just freaking out. It was so funny. She was like, how did she do that? That was amazing. Like, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah, people were like, wait, I thought it was a strip tease. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I didn't listen to the audio. That would have been awesome if you had had that. In the oh, back. I know. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think about the right audio for that. I was just, oh. honestly, it was a TikTok because I've been, mm-hmm. you know me, I'm always trying new social media just so I have a basic understanding so that when other people that I'm working with are using it, that I can speak their language at least on a very elementary level <laughs> and I can understand how difficult it is to do what they do because in, in most cases, social media is very hard for the creators. It, what you see may be 15 seconds, but it may take, you know, 15 hours or more to create. Um, and so by understanding the outlet that you're working with, you can understand the creator's point of view, which is very important. And so all day long, I was trying to get, I was going to do the kick. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like the shoe kick thingy where you it falls on you, uh, your shoe, you kick it up in the air and it, you switch over and there's a transition to like a fully blown outfit. My daughter and I tried for, I kid you not, 10 hours. I had oh bruises goodness. on my feet. I had bloody toes and I had seriously given up. So that video took me when I figured out that I could just put my skirt over and take it off to show the dress. Um, it took me about 20 minutes. 
<laughs> Yay. I was just, that was my point of giving up, but it had taken 10 hours to get to that point. And I did learn a lot during those 10 hours, but, um, I have a huge respect for what people are doing on TikTok. I mean, those creators are amazing. Oh my, you gave me major street cred with my daughter because she's like, quilters do TikTok? Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. And it's growing over there. I mean, the, the quilters and the sewists that are over there, that community is booming. And it's hmm. so exciting to see. And it's not, you know, it's all age groups. Um, they tend to be younger, but everyone is so creative. It's amazing to see. It's it's exciting to be part of it. So how do I find quilters to follow on TikTok? That's what I don't understand. Um, you hashtag just like you would anywhere else. Uh-huh. Hashtag quilt, hashtag quilter, hashtag, you know, brands like, oh, Janome. Um, hashtag- <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, uh, but you can, you can hashtag just about anything that has to do with sewing or quilting and you will find results and you will find surprising results, um, which is always nice because you never know what you're going to find if you just search for it. I didn't even think to search for it, but yeah. why don't we take this segue and um, do yeah. you have something to tell <laughs> us? Do you have any updates since the last time you were on the show? Well, since the last time I was on the show, just so many amazing things have happened. And the largest one in my life being that um, I was asked by Janome Sewing Machines in October if I would be interested in coming to work for them, doing their social media and heading up the the maker program, the Janome Makers program. And after, gosh, I don't know. It was a while. <laughs> um, but they hired me. And I'm so excited because I'm doing absolutely what I love. I'm doing it with a company that I am very proud to be working with. Um, The marketing team is incredible. I mean, I've never been with a more hardworking, kind, fun, funny bunch of people. (laughs) Nice. And everything they do is just very... I, you know, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's uh, excellence. It's wonderful. Uh, they care about the people that work for them. They care about the makers. They care about the company. And it's exciting to to be here and, and to be doing this. I feel very fortunate in so many ways. And their sewing machines are really awesome, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those, too. Yeah. And so are you too. actually running their Instagram? Or, like, what all does that job entail? Oh, oh gosh. Um, let's see. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok is run by the marketing team. And that's just starting. We're just starting that. Let's see. Pinterest. Um. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know what else. I'm trying to think. See, you have me and asking me. I should have written this all down beforehand. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Oh, She's no, putting no. you on the spot. That right okay. there just sounds like I can barely get yeah. an image on my Instagram like, you know, once every couple of weeks. I can't imagine like having to balance that. <laughs> Plus, you're still running your own Instagram. Well, that's pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> well, my own is kind of lacking right now because when I run social media, I am very involved in 
watching what's happening and being a part of what's happening. Um, it's very important to have the engagement with the community itself. And so the majority of my time is spent with all of the, the people who use Janome. I mean, the makers and just the sewist in general. I mean, it's very important that they they feel as though they are included because they are. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are without them and their content. As I said before, people put a lot of time into their projects and into their photography and into the words they're going to say, and they're putting a lot out there. It's a very vulnerable place to be, to be putting any content out for fear of people not liking it or loving it or sharing it. So the majority of my time is spent making sure that customers and creators are are seen. And I do appreciate everything that they do, and I want them to know that. And the other part of what I do is um, back-end stuff. I do um, organizing and contracts and, you know, just working with the marketing team to make sure that we are getting everything that we need together to post to social media, whether it is um, projects or the makers themselves or other people's projects or sales events or, you know, upcoming events, if, you know, that are hopefully going to happen this year. Gosh, we need events. <laughs> yeah, we need, oh. Oh, we all need a good event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of us, we need to just go and be with our quilting friends. Yes. I, I have not been spending as much time on my social media to the point that somebody actually emailed me or messaged DM'd me this week asking if I was okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have I have the sweetest people in my life and I was so touched that somebody was that concerned that they were like, hey, I just wanted to make sure you were okay and you know me. I wanted I wanna do a really good job. And so it's very important that I am doing everything everywhere to make sure it's all covered. That's amazing. Yeah. How many makers are in the in the program at Janome? Oh gosh, right now, you know, I was just updating all that information today, so I can tell you, hang on. I think we have about sixty wow. maker wow. makers and artisans. We have yeah, we have roughly sixty as of today. Wow. We, we just signed on a few more and pretty fabulous, I must say. I'm really excited. We have been, there has been so much incredible talent being signed on. And a lot of it, I can't talk about right now, but stay tuned. Stay right. tuned You're going to have to come back and tell us when oh, you can gonna, tell us. When, when you see it, and it's soon, just putting it out there, it's soon. When you see it, you're going to be blown away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we, we talk about it internally and it's like, Yay! I mean, <laughs> there are That's so awesome. many exciting things happening this year. It's just, it's pretty phenomenal. But, and I personally am taking a, a little detour into historical costuming. 
Oh, cool. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, I'm already like envisioning all the cool TikToks and the images and the, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yes, I just a uh, few days ago actually did a TikTok. It, it was really, really awful. I have I have a vintage dress form and it's never been properly sized to me. And so I figured out how to do it and I properly adjusted it so it is finally my shape. And I went and bought some linen fabrics and some patterns. I think my first one is either going to be a Regency style dress or something from Outlander. Mm. Cool. Oh, that's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah. I ultimately want to do Claire's red dress. I knew oh. you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, if anybody remembers Claire's red dress, it is just jaw droppingly gorgeous it's also about 50 billion pleats or yeah yeah, and they're teeny tiny so i don't know that might take me about a year and a half to do half of them but that's okay you can take everybody along along with you on the adventure (laughs) (laughs) that's the joy of social media (laughs) they will they will all be shaking their heads going she's still doing those pleats oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i have been fortunate enough to have some of our makers be very encouraging. Uh, there are cosplayers and costumers, and mm-hmm. they have been so encouraging. I, I think I've had the skill set for a while, but I didn't have the confidence to take it on uh, for a variety of reasons. One being that I really don't have a background in historical costuming and historical garments. And so I felt kind of less than because of that. But again, with social media and everyone building each other up, I had the opportunity to speak to a few uh, cosplayers and customers and they're like, oh no, you got this. This is, this is, you know, you've got this. And that gave me just the amount that I needed, the amount of courage, the amount of confidence that I needed to take those first steps to go out and find the patterns and read more about the, the era and find, you know, the patterns that I think will suit me best. So it, it really, everything comes down to encouragement of each other in, in small ways. They don't have to be huge acts of like, whatever. It can be just like, you've got this. <laughs> yes. And, and I've been able to work in a cosplay on a cosplay show for the last two years. And let me tell you, you are entering a community that is so amazing and loving and supportive. Oh. And, you know, it just an extension of, you know, kind of the sewing community in general. But oh, my goodness, cosplayers are just the best. <laughs> they have been so amazing and so supportive and just incredible. I mean, incredible. And what I find very interesting, and I think we've discussed this before, how a lot of times garment sewers will say, I can't do quilting, and vice versa, quilters will say, will say I can't do garment sewing. A lot of times the techniques are the same, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. names are different. And, mm-hmm. you know, setting, setting a sleeve, curved piecing. Right. Yeah. 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 Blind him, binding. binding. More more alike than different. (laughs) And so when people say that's not my community and I can't be a part of that because I don't know how, nine times out of 10, you already do know how. Mm -hmm. And if, if you are, if you have that fire within you, go try. I mean, at the, you know, the very least you don't like it. Mm-hmm. 
But if you challenge yourself, then it's it could be a whole new world for you. It can be a place where you go when you just can't. You know, mask making killed me. Oh. I couldn't I couldn't make anymore. And because of that, I kind of took a step back from quilting and I couldn't find a way to get that fire going again. Sometimes it's not in something you know that you find that fire. It's in something new. That's true. Outside of your, your wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Just sort of reignites the, the inspiration. That's a really good point. And then it'll make going back to what you did now so much easier because you're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this. Now I can go back to that. When you go back to that, you're like, oh, this is easy. Right. <laughs> yep. So oh. true. It's That's what nice. I love about having you on the show, Kim, is that you're always just so like, you just, you're so inspiring and you tell us, you know, and maybe we already know some of it, but other stuff, you just have your finger on the pulse of what's going on. And we so appreciate that. Oh, nothing I say is new. That's for sure. I mean, it's, it's just how you say it. It's how you it's say, how you it. say, you say know, it. It is. It's how you say it. We need your, your little ray of sunshine in our Aww. world. Aw, and you guys are Ray Ascension and mine. Oh, thank Aww. you for dropping by. We're just so thrilled to have you. Yeah, you got to be careful who you answer the door to these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, it, if it's people like you, then we'll keep opening the door. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that Kim just dropped in on us. Oh, so great, man. That you was can't fun. Help but just get such major positive vibes, man. I just love it. She's amazing. All right. Well, back to planning the show. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So uh, is there anything that you think that we should be, I don't know, talking about for this particular episode? Any inspiration? I think it's just all inspiration. Every episode. <laughs> I know. How about if we talk about the projects that we've been working on? Oh, That's yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, we can certainly do that. I'm uh, excited about come, some of the things I'm doing. Oh, I'm I know. You're always, always excited <laughs> about what you're doing. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's a given. Um, goodness. <laughs> hey, was is that another knock at the door? <laughs> I think so. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Who is it now? Hey, ladies. Long time. It has been way too long. <laughs> oh, we loved having you go you on the show. Oh my gosh. I Absolutely. Well, it was fabulous to be on the show. What are you guys up to? <laughs> well, it's our 50 50 episodes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> my goodness. I can't even tell you how many times we brought you up during other episodes because um, particularly with Ginger, but even with me too, I feel like we we mentioned that beginner mindset that you talked about mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. episode. This year has been a very good year to really embrace that also. Mm -hmm. Just give yourself a break and just be a beginner every time you start a project. That and I think that, you know, take that, take that 15 minutes, like take that 15 minutes. And, and that has been crucial, like especially. It has. Yeah, especially now. Exactly. Trying to take a few minutes for yourself is definitely uh, should be a high priority for you when you're trying to keep your sanity during COVID yep. times. 
Yep. And I think that when you were on, too, you had uh, the PBS um, um, uh, show that had gone off had just happened. What was the reaction of that? Oh, my gosh. That's been a year already since that yes. went off. I can't even. It's like a blink and it's gone. That I was just <laughs> revisiting that because I was I was just kind of in shock that that was, again, a year ago that I was out in L.A. And it was one of the not the last trip that I've done, but, um, yeah, I still get a lot of emails and when it replays and, and people are always sort of checking back in on, on what's up and what's new. And and that's been really cool to sort of follow that along. I've had the opportunity to do a lot of fun projects, um, this year that sort of stem from that mostly through commission work. And it's just, it's really fun to make quilts for people who want them and treasure them. Amazing. And I, I saw the pictures. Um, you just recently reposted the pictures from the sh- the, from um, the opening, gallery. Yeah. yeah, from the opening. Mm-hmm. And you were with Shelly and yeah. standing in front of the quilts that you made together. And I just, it's amazing to, to sort of see your body of work again. Mm-hmm. Um, not that, you know, I, 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 we see your patterns a lot on, on social media, which is always exciting. And it's always exciting to see what you're working on now, but it, it's funny to sort of look back at your, your previous work or from like the first few things that I ever saw of yours and nice. to go, oh my gosh, still gorgeous or still, still relevant or still looks like it's so fresh and new. Oh, well, I hope that they do. (laughs) I'm trying my best over here. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying. Yeah, I was working on some new things today, and I've been working on a few new things. Um, I'm really focusing on more artwork pieces Mm -hmm. um, from some of the series that I've been working on, particularly the piece from that Craft in America episode. There are more pieces that go to that. This time to be home this year has really given me some opportunities to play and make some pieces that have been just sitting in my head for a couple of years. So it's been really nice to be home and sort of locked in my small space and just letting some of that stuff explode creatively on the wall, which is just really, really floats my boat. I bet. <laughs> I think a lot of us have reconnected back to, you know, doing stuff, you know, and sadly because of the pandemic. So if there's at least one good thing that came out of it, I think it was that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, I've really been sort of just looking for other projects to sort of push me outside of my own comfort zone. And and I don't know if any of you saw my my quilted coat that was uh, oh my gosh, done yes. around Christmas yes. time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> for the brief moment we had snow, it was perfect for me to have a quilted coat. <laughs> and I saw you walking out in it and I almost didn't recognize you because your hair has gotten so long. It looks beautiful. <laughs> well, it's a lot I was of like, gray. I, had to do a double take. I was like, whoa, that's Victoria. So the coat was beautiful, but also your hair looked great, too. <laughs> It makes a difference to have hair on my head. But the coat is bad. So tell us about the coat. Tell us. Yeah, that, that coat was actually kind of a funny story because I've i always kind of said I would never make a quilted coat. It just didn't really seem like something I would be into. And then a friend of mine said, you know, if you if you made a quilted coat, that would probably be really amazing and I would probably wear it. And so I thought, well, I'll surprise her. I'll make her a quilted coat. So I made the quilted coat and then I posted it. And then I showed it to her and she was like, yeah, that's not really what I meant. And I was like, oh, good, because I love it. And I want to keep it. Oh, my gosh. And nice. I wanted to keep it. So she had a slightly different vision in mind, but I'm totally happy with uh, 
how the project sort of took me out of my comfort zone because it was something that I said I would probably never make, which again, when you say never, that's mm-hmm. usually something you should explore and see where it can lead you. And for me, it was taking a quilt that had been once been on the cover of a magazine and was just sort of a fun improv using a bunch of prints that I absolutely loved and mixed them up together. And then it lived in my quilt storage. So it was really fun for me to take that out and sort of reinvent it because now I get to wear it every day. And now I get to visit those fabrics that I absolutely love and show them off on that quilt Um, because cutting that thing up and turning it into a really easy, simple, reversible coat um, was just sort of the, uh, take me out of my comfort zone, sort of a project to actually reignite a whole bunch of other ideas for a bunch of other projects that I'm working on. So, you know, never say never. Think about those things that you say and then go, <laughs> now. <laughs> when you say that, you end up making at least three or four more of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, they're like potato chips. Um, exactly. But, you know, it's funny because when that when you made that, I feel like there was, there was kind of a big conversation online about quilted coats and whether or not people wanted to make them or not. And, um, and when you posted that, I think my comment was something like, well, of course you look like that. that (laughs) I would make one and I'd look like a dork or something like that. But I feel like the biggest obstacle I can foresee in making that is, is one, how do you pick a quilt to cut up and turn into a right. coat. And then two, how how do I plan it the way because that came out so cool <laughs> the way you mm-hmm. did right. it. No, like, it really did. You know and I what I can contribute to that is well one I did a lecture which people can sign up for at my mm-hmm. website because it's recorded now and you can see it there. But I talk a lot about how I made those decisions. What for me on that coat I think was really nice was one, I didn't think very hard about it. Two, it was an abstract sort of very simple improv built quilt. So it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily when you look at it, it doesn't necessarily scream patchwork quilt. Yes. Mm -hmm. One, it's my own quilt. I'm not cutting up vintage quilts. I know there's a whole bunch of companies that do that. I won't be doing that. I'm only cutting (laughs) up my own work. Like I've got Mm -hmm. hundreds of quilts. I can give up a quilt, right? I I can spare that. Um, I don't want to use vintage quilts because that fabric is already deteriorating and it's not going to last. That's true. That's true. So, you know, I think knowing, you know, what, how, what your emotional value is to the quilt and what kind of a quilted coat do you want? Do you want a coat that screams patchwork? Then you find a patchwork quilt that you can be live without, or you want it to be more minimal. You can build those pieces that you want to be able to fill those shapes True. and get some interesting things to it. So I talk a lot about that in the lecture and I actually end up having to make a second one because of the lecture and talking about how I did that. So my second one is a little bit more patchwork based, but I manipulated a whole bunch of different aspects of that coat and still kind of made it look fresh and modern and, you know, a little trendy and a little hip Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of that. So I, 
you know, it's, it's kind of the same things that I talk about in all my other, like when we talk about double wedding rings and filling those spaces that just because you would normally cut a shape for a quilt block out of one fabric, you got to think about how you're filling those shapes. In this case of a coat, maybe it's a back panel of your coat. How can you fill that back panel with the information that you want to have on that shape? And was this a pattern that you already had or did you design the pattern too? No, no, it was a simplicity pattern. I think it's nice. eight eight. 11. I don't know. It's listed on my website. Um, it was a Carnegie pattern. So I just had to make some minor adjustments. Um, but it's a ridiculously easy pattern. So somebody who wants to make this, it's just not a hard coat to make. And it's very easy to make it reversible because it's such a basic pattern. Um, and that, that too was very fun because I used to do a lot of garment sewing, but I really don't have any interest in doing that. So this particular pattern, I could finish it very much the same way that you finish a quilt. So that made it super friendly for me to be able to whip it into a something wearable and quickly. Yeah. What was it like cutting into the quilt initially, like before you had first started? Was there any anxiety or did you just like fearlessly dive in? Yeah, I, that's something I do regularly. Like I make quilt tops so that I can cut them apart for the unknown aspect. You know, that's part of the journey that I like is having then a bunch of pieces of fabric that I don't know what they're going to look like until I do cut it apart. So that part I don't lack. I don't lack fear in cutting fabric. One, because I know I have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, I know I can buy more, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. there's like yeah. a never endless supply of that. So I, I don't have a fear. And a part that was also fun of this quilt, like I said, is I can always machine applique, just mm. turn the raw edges under and stitch it right back down onto something that's already quilted and, and adapt it. So you don't have to worry about making a mistake because you can so easily change it when you're working with a, something that's already quilted. You're just top stitching something right onto the, wherever you want it. So there shouldn't really be a lot of fear about it. If you're cutting up a quilt that you're like, oh, my God, I put all this work into this. Oh, I'm going to cut this thing apart. Then you're picking the wrong quilt. Yep. You're absolutely right. Oh. Yeah. You got to just find one that you love and you don't get to use it very much, like I said. So now I get to enjoy my coat today. And I wore it outside today when I went grocery shopping. And I always get compliments on that coat. Not something I force, foresaw in my future, but... Now I want to make a couple more because now I got more ideas. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? It was something you didn't want to do. Quilted coats for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Right. So is there anything else new that you've been doing lately? Um, I have a new pattern called Warp Weaver, which is out, which is sort of based on a buffalo plaid that I saw that I thought, gosh, that would be cute. And I'd made a Christmas pattern out of it. That's actually going to be one of my next quilted coats because I think oh, it will work amazing be by so having good. that on the back oh, panel. Man. And then it has like a diagonal border. So the diagonal border could run down the sleeves. Yes. I just think it's going to be really beautiful. Something in like navy blue and hot pink or something oh, really yes. gorgeous. Oh, wow. yes. And then also I, I um, am making a yet another star storm pattern, which is one of my most popular oh, patterns, really? but mm. the mini one in solids will also make an amazing quilt back on this quilted coat. So, you know, oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. So my, my focus has totally become on what can I turn into a quilted <laughs> coat? So yeah, that's where I'm at it. these days. 
I love it. Yeah. But I'm working on getting some other, there'll be more online lectures coming soon. There'll be more, uh, some more online classes that are coming up. It's, you know, I, I have a much smaller staff. There's only just me and my assistant now. So we are moving at a much slower pace. And I have to say this, you know, from the, the sort of the treadmill hamster wheel that, you know, I used to go, 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 go a hundred miles an hour all year long. And having this year to really take a break has been, it's taken me probably a year just to adjust Mm -hmm. uh, to slowing that down. And so now I'm trying to savor those moments a little bit more and, you know, explore some other things and see what happens by working at a slower pace. Victoria, you've mentioned your website several times. Can you tell us what your, your website address is? Oh, the website address is vfwquilts.com. So Victoria Finley Wolf, not Veterans of Foreign War. Vfwquilts at com. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yay. And we'll put it in the show notes and a link to your class. Exactly. The lecture. That's a quilted coat yeah, lecture. Sorry. But there'll be lecture. more lectures coming. There's more there's lots of classes <laughs> nice. already on the site. And Yay. yeah, there's just a lot of lot of fun stuff that now that we're home, it makes it so easy and accessible to be able to just go online and get the information. So it's been fun. It. It's been so nice to hear your voice again. Yes. yes. Same. I wish I could get in the car and just drive right on out to Colorado, but we'll save that oh. for when maybe snow's not yeah. coming. <laughs> Right. Oh. Yes. Well, you certainly have the the uh, coats for it now. So <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, exactly. It. <laughs> it's been excellent, guys. Thanks. Uh, now I want to go home and make some coats. I know. Oh yeah. Oh, can I just tell you I don't get really starstruck, but she just gets me so starstruck. <laughs> like I do. I was like, I feel like I'm blushing every time I talk oh. to her. Like I get so excited. I know. I know. She was actually the first interview I ever did with a person oh, wow. and Ooh. my first cover story. And oh, so fun. Um, yeah, no pressure there, right? My my <laughs> team my team made fun of me because they said that I had a girl crush on Victoria. <laughs> it's a total you know? girl crush. Yes. It is, no, because that's she's a amazing. Great way to sum it up. Right? She so, is amazing. You know, I just, now I'm going to be look, going home and looking at my quilt saying, which one of you is going to get I cut know, up? I know. <laughs> oh, yes. That's terrible. All right. Well, before you do that, let's get back to planning. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's, right, let's right, oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. focus, focus. <laughs> yes. Okay. Focus on the 50. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the projects we're working on. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, you know, maybe we can talk about some of the people who have inspired us. How about that? Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so maybe we'll think about that a little bit, too. Oh, my goodness. Is that another doorknob? <laughs> I think so. Man. Have, what, this man. is fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> who is, Wait, who is that? Hey, is anybody home? <gasps> Alex. Wow. Oh, my gosh, Alex. <laughs> I'm so How glad you're you? here. I'm well. How about you guys? We're oh. great. It's like a party here today. Well, yes, it, it is. is. It oh, my is. God, the comfort of just hearing your voice, Alex. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I hear it. Yeah, it's a birthday party. It's not just a party. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, this yeah. is our 50th episode. Oh, oh my gosh. Yay. Yay. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you Thanks. so much. And, you know, I've got to say that I think, well, you, this is actually your third time on the show, but your episode with your bestie, Joanne, oh. was oh. probably the episode that we got the most um, listener emails from. Really? Oh, yep. my Gosh, yes. What people, was what was the most resonating message? I'm just curious. Excuse me. <laughs> what you said that that passage that you read from the book, mm-hmm. talking about how how we needed to just be creative and also sort of giving people permission to not do the dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. Um, we had I I probably had two different people write in to say that they you gave them permission to not do something for a day mm-hmm. and just be creative. Um, several people mentioned that they were in tears listening to the show. Well, that was Ellen and Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That just, oh. oof, I, I would love to take credit for that, but that's her. And hey, we all need it, right? Yes. So true. Definitely. Well, just recently, I did three days of craft Napa and oh. I, I made, I, put a barricade on my door. Don't come in. And it was three days of creativity, wonder, joy. And it was exactly that. I, I, I think through this COVID thing, all of us kind of go through our ups and downs of, you know, ugh. and oh, yeah. I honor your feelings, go with it, honor it. But those three days, they were magical. So yes, claim your time and do it. Do you feel refreshed? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was fabulous. I took Libby Williamson and we Mm -hmm. did faces. Love Libby. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's she's such a giver. Okay. She's such a giver. We should have her on the show. Oh, you should. Nice. Put that on the list. Okay. Well, she's a giver. Um, And then we had Jenny Lyon and I got to play uh, on, I had good classes. I got to play play on my Q20 and learned at the end of the day, I shouldn't have screwed with my tension because it was all. And then Joanne Sharp, my bestie. Oh, Oh, gosh. I can't imagine what that was like to do that class virtually. And you you know what? I'm going to say, oh, I would rather do that than go in person. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. And Pokey's Mm -hmm. a pro. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I imagine that it was just amazing as usual. It was amazing. And the intimacy of the whole thing. Now, I've taught a couple times online. And from a teaching point of view, you're like going, well, this feels really weird, you know, because you can't Mm -hmm. work the room and all that kind of stuff. But from a student's point of view, it's amazing. Amazing. (laughs) But that's good that you got that perspective now because that's really going to help you moving forward. Uh Oh, yeah. And if anybody's toying to take a class with somebody and they're kind of hesitant because it's Zoom, just get over it. I mean, chances are you have a sewing machine that's, you know, got a brain bigger than all of ours put together. You can figure out out Zoom. So it was wonderful. I agree. I've I've mentioned this on the show a few times in the past few weeks. I took a class myself online and it was amazing because I'm at home. I'm in my mm-hmm. studio, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like it's just I think it's such a great medium um, to really sort of feel in touch with the teacher, but still be comfortable in your own 
surroundings with your stuff. Yeah. And the other thing is, is everybody understands that we're in a digital, you know, digital age. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens. Pokey lost her electrical or whatever for two days. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And then somebody else, I forget what other teacher uh, had their, her power go off. So she got in her car and went to McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> her class. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, everybody just has to kind of go in with a attitude of whatever, but mm -hmm. whatever we can still connect, which is fabulous. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. So I, I'm going to bring up something a little sad. I want mm -hmm. to um, offer my condolences about your mom. Oh, thank you. Thank you. She passed on the 5th the day before Washington blew up. Yes. And um, yeah, we were actually, this is kind of a little interesting tale and I'll keep it short. We were taping more shows for the quilt show in Livermore. I was solo mm -hmm. hosting and uh -huh. we got a call and, oh, maybe back up, maybe about four or five days before she speak, spiked a fever, but she had tested negative for COVID. Well, then the next thing we knew, the whole house, the five little old ladies, all had COVID. Oh no. And so we were taping and everybody said, get out of here, get over there. And so I went over to where she was and John and I and my daughter were there and we were really blessed because it was a, it's a one story house and we could be outside her window and say everything we needed to say oh, to her. Oh my gosh. And, and I always told her before she had dementia, so I've got to put that in there. Oh. I always told her before she'd wonder where dad was who had passed. I told her, I always tell her he's at the hardware store and she, <laughs> she'd go, okay, okay. And so finally I said, mom, dad is waiting for you with Aww. your mom and dad. And I said, now your job for me is to go and make a place for when it's my turn. Aww. And, and you guys, I, I, I was listening to my, in my brain, there's, um, a cowboy song. It's called the last time for everything. And I'm looking at her and I'm like going, okay, we were there for about an hour and a half. And if you've ever been with somebody who's passing, it can go on forever, you know, and yeah. it was getting cold and it was getting dark and, um, we left and she was gone within an hour. So wow. you got to people, if you're with somebody, you have got to give them permission to go and, yeah. and let them know it's okay. And I honestly believe she just went, okay, that's it. I'm done. But let me go back to taping. Cindy Needham was the afternoon guest. She hosted herself. Oh my gosh, oh, you're kidding me. Talk about teamwork. Oh, wow. Man. Oh, oh. I know. So, and she, I talked to her a couple days later, and I will tell you guys that day was a miracle. It was a blessing. Every, it, she called it, it was almost like, um, what did she say? Like a dance or a waltz. The way everything went together, it was absolutely perfect. So, thank you for asking. I hope that's oh not all gosh. too morbid. <laughs> Oh, I don't think it's morbid, but you make me cry every time you're oh, on the good. show. Maybe I know she does. <laughs> well, I oh, my goodness, <laughs> my goodness! But I, I just wanted to say one thing because yes. my sister passed away yes. in 2017, and you were such a bright light for me. Oh, thank you. I Tracy. want to thank you because oh, you are crying. Yeah, I am because yes. because I was in a really dark place mm -hmm. and. You would just call me or text me and say, hey, I'm just checking in. 
Oh, baby. You would make me laugh. And I just appreciate it so much. Oh, Your friendship means the world to me. Oh, Tracy, thank you so, so much. Well, you know, but here, we're all put here for life lessons. And we just have to love on each other and extend to each other. And that's how we get through this crazy thing, right? Yes. And it wouldn't right. be a 50th episode if Tracy didn't cry. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, someone can send me the check. I did it. I won. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys are but, too funny. But then I'm going to say it was Kraft Napa was after that because I will say this, and I'm sure, Tracy, you'll agree, when somebody close to you dies, you start bumping into walls. Um, yes. Imaginary walls. You, you know, and so I had to... I had to go forward, and that snapped me out of my wall bumping, which was great. Yes. I, you know? I think I think it's easy to sort of get sucked down into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have something and people mm-hmm. to sort of pull you out, mm-hmm. it's you're gonna get you're gonna just keep going down. And mm-hmm. so I, I can totally I, I texted you during that time and you were kind yes. enough to answer, but then you were like, Hey, I'm I gotta pay attention. So and I was like, Okay, bye. And I totally got it. But um <laughs> Well, and back it up a minute, back it up, because I know I, I know what craft, uh, or, uh, craft Napa is, but maybe there are some listeners out there who don't. So give a quick description oh, of it, okay. because okay. it really is kind of an amazing thing. It's fabulous. It's like a boutique um, retreat. Okay, so what Pokey did, I think this was her fifth year, I'm not sure. Yeah, she's Pokey Pokey Bolton, right? right? Yeah. Po- Patricia yep. Bolton, yeah. Yep. And uh, she put on this, this craft, quilting, artsy retreat and it's in Napa and you go and take a different class from somebody every day and the the pickings are just super diverse okay and it was always kind of my favorite thing because I could leave home get away focus be with people I love and Jennifer Sampu and I last year went out and had sushi and drank too much I mean it was fabulous <laughs> that <sounds> perfect. <laughs> And, and, um, so I think it started like with 150 and then she got up to 250, I think. Well, she just, she had to go virtual and Pokey always does everything right. I mean, everything we got. If you took three classes, you got a box of really good swag. And then like for Libby Williamson, she had kits for us so that the kit was in the box and all that. And she had, let me see, a kickoff reception one night. They had wine tasting one night where they had a local vintner ship wine to people. Oh, that's and, amazing. amazing. And they, yeah, they had luncheons. And then most classes, okay, I've got to go with my time, which would be would end at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Then they would have show and tell. It was a complete experience. It was <sighs> Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. So it's always in January. Sounds so amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, what else is going on for you? Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners that you're doing? Yeah, I do. Thank you very much. Um, the day that COVID um, started, basically, or lockdown in California, my husband, John, said, you have to go online. And I said, I don't want to go online. But I don't want to do that. <laughs> Smart but man. I don't want to do it. And uh, there is a thing is overexposure. Okay. But <laughs> what, what happened was, was on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at 10 o'clock Pacific time, I was doing lives. And then all of a sudden it was like, don't just 
talk about stupid stuff, start teaching. And so we have done like four quilts since I would say April and we're starting a new class. Well, we started it Monday. I'm all messed up on my days. We started it on Monday. It's called the Birdhouse Quilt. It's free. Uh, you just go to thequiltshow.com and scroll down the front page, go to the playlist, and you can watch Monday's introduction and preparing the background. And then starting Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I will be doing applique always. I'm going to teach every single way I know how to applique. And if you don't know how to applique, or you hate it. Let me say that. If you hate it, <laughs> you just haven't found the pair of shoes that fit. That's true. Right? Nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're starting with finished applique. And the birdhouse quilt is just adorable. But I'm not going to say, do this birdhouse this way. I'm going to say, here's three ways to do finished applique. Now, figure out which one you like. Here's ways to do, and why would you do finished versus raw, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it's got quite a following. You know, I thought people would get bored with the whole thing, but it's almost kind of turned into like a little sanctuary, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then on Saturdays, we have a gal named Dee Christopher, who is a premier excellent teacher. She is not well known in the big world, but wherever she goes locally, she sprinkles um, fairy dust. And, <laughs> and she is doing something called Dee Saturday Sampler. And it's available on Facebook and YouTube. You can just go to thequiltshow.com and go down there. But it's, it's, I've been doing it now since March, whatever. It's been wonderful. It's kept my head from getting dark, I will mm, tell you. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Keeps you focused. Exactly. And I've been doing so much artsy fartsy stuff <laughs> that I go back and do the traditional stuff and it's like, Oh, I got to step up my game. I've really gotten <laughs> sloppy. So it's been, it's been boot camp for me too. Oh, I doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I wanted to tell you that as you were talking, I was remembering that when I started quilting, um, I would I lived like two blocks from the library and so I would go to the library and they had a really decent selection of quilting books and I would just take home books and I would practice things and mm -hmm. I caught the book Applique 12 Different Ways with Ellie Sunkevich. It was oh, her book. Yes. Do you remember that book? I had that book. And, oh my gosh. And and so I started making all of these little applique hearts because that's what you do. You make a right. heart and she would teach you different ways to do it. And I recently found my heart that I made like the first one. Yeah. And oh my God, it was bad. It was oh. bad. And and I showed it to everybody I knew. Like, look what I made. Look what I, I was so proud of it. And now I look at it and I'm like, oh. Oh my gosh, you know, I showed I, that to oh, people. <laughs> I, I have to laugh because I was actually thinking out, I have a, a couple Ellie blocks that are just horrific and I actually thought about showing them <laughs> on Friday. Like, oh. I love it. You should. Yeah, yeah I got to find you them should. though. That's the problem here. Uh, so I'll, I'll take a picture of my block and I'll put it on our show notes page for people to perfect. see because it's bad. Oh, perfect. <laughs> That's got to be somewhat of an ego boost, you know, seeing how far you've come. You know? That's true. <laughs> That's true. There's that. Well, I'll tell you one thing before we have to go this at birdhouse quilt that I'm working on I thought mm -hmm. I found a new way to applicate I did it and I've screwed up the whole thing so I'm sitting here <laughs> what? having a pig oh gosh you are human <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess oh so, my gosh oh gosh so you guys congratulations on 50 really Thank you so much. Thanks. And thank, thank you, you so much for dropping in on us. Yeah, I know well, our yeah. first is this our first three Pete? I think so. 
Ooh, yes. I think so. Yes. yes, I think so. Well, I made her cry, so I get a four-peat at some point. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Ladies, congratulations. You're doing wonderful things for the quilting world. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. means a lot coming from yeah. you. Okay, I got to go. My engine's running. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Love you guys. Love, Love you, you too. Bye-bye. Well, I guess I have to go check my makeup now after that. Oh, man. <laughs> my goodness. She's the oh, best. She really is. I mean, oh. She is so inspiring and just has such a wealth of knowledge. And just what she has done for the quilting community is just amazing. When I was a beginning quilter, I was 30 miles from the nearest quilt shop but Alex was on TV mm-hmm. every weekday morning. And, yes. and I really consider her as one of the major sources of quilting education that I've gotten. I I agree. And I I used to tell people that I wanted to be the next Alex Anderson. Yeah. And they asked me what yeah. I do, you know? And so she's just, it's it's amazing that I know her now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Sometimes I just go, wow, how did that happen? Yeah. I got to talk to Alex. Right. (laughs) Well, and to just find out, like, you meet people that are so iconic like that, and they're just so wonderful and nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's just like the icing on the cake. And regular people, (laughs) right? Yes. Yes. I I know. Oh, guys. All right. Well, I am starving. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) So, uh, you know, uh, do you think we've got enough to for the show to sort of— Totally. Surely. And we got 50 episodes to talk about. Of course we have enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I am so excited about our 50th episode. It's going to be a good one. I agree. I do, too. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi there, Quilt and Tell crew. This is Marty Michelle saying... Congratulations on 50 podcasts. And even more so, congratulations on a quarter of a million downloads. You know, anybody can do a podcast, but not everybody gets listeners like that. Can't wait to hear your next show. Bye now. This is Bonnie Hunter, and I'd like to wish happy 50th episode to the Quilt and Tell podcast and the folks that run it. I've been on the show a couple of times, and I think my favorite thing is that it's like talking to old friends. It's especially during the time of COVID when we don't get to spend in-person time. Being able to talk to folks on the podcast is a great way to connect. I love to listen to the show while I am ironing or cutting fabric, sitting at the sewing machine or driving in my car. One of the most unusual things that happened after being on the show, I was pushing a grocery cart uh, in the grocery store. It's COVID, so I'm wearing my mask. And a lady also wearing a mask coming the other way stopped about six feet away and said, you're Bonnie Hunter. And I just heard your podcast on the Quilt and Tell podcast. And that was really fun to be recognized even while wearing a mask. I'd like to thank the hosts of Quilt and Tell podcast for being part of my quilting journey. So gals, have a wonderful 50th episode. And I'm looking forward to another 50 and beyond. 
Congratulations, Quilt and Tell podcast on your 50th episode. Tracy, Lori, Ginger, you make being on the podcast so much fun from asking interesting questions to letting me talk and talk and talk, but also being incredibly supportive with the book. And it's been such an honor enjoying this time with you. Hi, everybody. This is Jenny from the Missouri Star Quilt Company. Wow. Congratulations on your 50th episode. I loved being on the Quilt and Tell podcast, and I just think it's amazing. You have done a great job and have a great podcast. Happy quilting. End of messages. Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.